back, my friends, to the Mail Right Real Estate Agent Podcast Show. This is episode 123, and we are with a returning guest, Miss Kim Addis, uh, and she is with Frame of Mind Coaching. And I'm going to let her introduce herself while I figure out how to speak. <laughs> well, hello, welcome. Not welcome, but I'm back. Yes. What's going on, Thomas? You're throwing me right off. Uh, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be in this conversation with you and. Uh, talking about some of our past experiences together. I am out of Toronto. I run a coaching company with the team of coaches called Frame of Mind Coaching, and I'm happy to dig into anything you want to talk about today. Awesome. Well, and just to refresh people, uh, those of you listening to the show for a while may remember Kim from episode 85 back in February. And one of the things that we talked about on that show was that Kim offers uh, an assessment that um, kind of introduces you to the coaching that she does. And I uh, was, uh, well, I was, uh, Kim was kind enough to give me an opportunity to take that assessment. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that to kind of go deeper into what she does for people coaching. But before we talk about the scary uh, interior of my mind, we'll uh, jump over to Jonathan for a little hello. <laughs> How are you, sir? Oh, he's, he's had a stressful day, folks. He's already, <laughs> done it. he's already done an episode in the morning with me, and he says stress <laughs> levels have gone up already. Uh, um, but now he's got this as well, so he's, he's probably at 15, folks. Um, I'm the founder of Mailrite. Um, we're an online marketing company that provides a suite of software tools to help you get quality leads. With an emphasis on Facebook, Back to my stress co-host, Thomas. No, not too stressed, actually. Having, having a good life here in San Diego, California, where I work with big block realty and residential buyers, sellers, and investors in real estate world. So if you want to connect with myself or my network, you can do so on social media at on my Facebook page or LinkedIn, or check me out on thomasjnelsonrealtor.com. All right, let's uh, dive into this. So, Kim, uh, you let's let, well before we go into the assessment, let's remind people um, why professionals call you uh, for help. What what are you doing in your coaching to help people? Uh, where are they in life? What wh what are they experiencing? Why are they coming to you? Okay, so first of all, I work with a very specific type of person. I work with the highly driven population. You could say a lot of them are in real estate and some of them are in all kinds of other industries, but I work with people who typically meet the following four criteria. Number one is they are highly driven and they have big goals that they want to achieve. A lot of them have already achieved quite a, quite a level of success, but at this point, they are looking for more. So that's number one. Number two is they are really good people. They want to make a positive difference in the world. They're the kind of people who are generous. They give to charity. They volunteer. They, good, they, they do good deeds. They're good people. Number three is that they are big livers. What does that mean? They're the type of people who want to have nice homes. They like nice cars. They want to travel. They want to have amazing relationships. They want to be in good shape. So they want everything that life has to offer, and they are typically the kinds of people to milk it. And, you know, they have this kind of zest for life that doesn't always exist with everybody. And number four is they're frustrated. <laughs> they're frustrated yeah. with 
others because other people don't move as fast as they do. They're frustrated because the world doesn't operate the way they would like it to. They're frustrated because they have, let's say, conflict or tension or rubs with other people. They feel like they should be further ahead given the amount of work they do. They don't understand what's getting in their way and they keep getting into the same kind of barrier over and over and over again. So that's the client that I work with. Uh, Thomas, wouldn't you say you fit perfectly into that category? <laughs> yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. I heard a little bit of me in there. Uh, Just a little. <laughs> I, you know, uh, so what I'm hearing you say is this is not for um, necessarily the realtor that's, you know, week one in business and uh, on a tight budget and still trying to figure out, you know, what, what they're doing with their business. This is, this is somebody that's a little more established in their business. Um, they're a little more in touch with who they are. Uh, because they are in touch with that frustration. They know what they want. Um, they know they're capable of getting it, but not necessarily equipped to get it on their own. So they come to you for that kind of uh, assistance, if you will. It, would that be fair to say? Well, let's make a few adjustments. So can okay. it be for a first time or a new realtor? Yes, only if they're super driven and have experienced success in other areas. And mm. they've decided, you know, real estate is my life. It's my passion and I want to make a go of it. I'm new here, but I'm not new in other places. Right. Yeah. So that's one, one picture. The other picture is that um, clients I work with may be very well equipped technically to achieve their goals. And they may have already achieved quite a few goals but I'm not interested in helping them technically. In other words, I'm not interested in helping them build, um, you know, listing presentations or things like that. Right. I am interested in working with the, the kind of person who is frustrated, who's agitated. I call it who experiences inter internal turbulence. Why? Because maybe they're not where they want to be yet. Maybe the world around them, is creating for them a sense of disappointment, um, impatience, that they are the hot-headed type of person who just moves at a much more rapid pace than everyone around them. So I'm looking for a certain emotional type, you could say. Okay. But, and what, what I'm doing is, when I coach them, is I'm looking for something very specific. I'm looking at the relationship between the way they think and the outcomes they get in their lives, both personally and professionally. So this is not about accountability-based coaching. It's not about helping you create a plan that helps you take all these steps to, to reach the plan. It's not about what you do. It's about what you think. So, I mean, I mean, I, I'm going to say this, and for lack of a better uh, word, it's, it's, you have sophisticated problems when you come to you. You, you have uh, untapped potential that you are aware of and, and driven to, to uncover it and to expose it. And, and so I could come to you and your coaching company uh, to help resolve that. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That works. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, back in March, uh, I did a frame of mind coaching assessment. And it was unlike, I, I've just to preface this, I've been coached professionally my entire real estate career. Um, so I'm no stranger to coaching. I've coached prior to my real estate career uh, with Michael Gerber, who's been a guest on our show. I have, uh, I currently coach with Buffini and Company. Um, Michael Gerber was entrepreneurial coaching. Buffini and Company is specific to the real estate industry coaching um, for the most part. And, uh, but when I went through 
that assessment, that was just a whole nother level of coaching I've, <laughs> I've ever experienced. It was, it was kind of scary. You, you kind of face some things that you, 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 maybe you duck, you're aware of it, but you don't really face it. You, and you kind of say, hey, um, here's the mirror uh, and we're not moving it until we address these things. Uh, and you called me on some stuff right out of the gate, which I was impressed with. Um, well, well, so let's give some people a little bit of context. Usually, yeah. you know, we work with people for an extended period of time. Um, you know, we work with people or for a six month period, you and I work together for a week. So let's, right. kind of it was a sample. People, it was a sample. And so yeah. what we did was we started off with an assessment. And then when we typically coach people, we ask them to journal every single day for the duration of the coaching period. And every time you journal, your journal comes back to me or one of my coaches, whoever you're working with, who then reads and responds to your journal with a series of questions. And that daily communication accelerates our process and allows me as a coach to really understand who you are, how you operate, and acquire enough data points to start to understand your patterns, your patterns of thought, your patterns of behavior, and um, really your patterns of reaction. How do you react in different situations? but the same way. Right. So, well, and, and, and that's one of the things I found unique about it was the fact that we, we were on this uh, online journaling uh, where there was an interaction uh, daily. And, and you, so whereas somebody that may be used to coaching uh, twice a month or once a week where you kind of prep for it, when you're journaling daily, your truth comes out eventually. You can only be so guarded and things come out. And, um, and then you're like, oh, I just said that, didn't I? <laughs> and now Kim's going to read it uh, or, or one of your coaches. So uh, I thought that was an interesting part of the process because I think I probably broke down my walls a lot quicker because of it. Well, so if I'm going to share just a tiny bit of information because I do want to keep your personal experience confidential oh, please don't, please don't. Tell us everything. <laughs> well we want to keep our listeners so i don't want to scare anyone off <laughs> okay so so it started off with an assessment and there were a few things that jumped out at me from the assessment um basically i asked you how would you rate your overall happiness you gave me an eight which mm -hmm. is pretty good and then i asked you how much fun you're having you gave me a seven how satisfied are you with your career you gave me an eight and then i asked you how would you rate your level of stress gave me a nine. <laughs> Holy crow. And then I asked you, how would you rate your level of peacefulness? And you gave me a five. Mm -hmm. So those were definitely areas that I wanted to investigate and pursue and go, what is going on here? So it's up to you, Thomas, you can share as much as you want or as little as you want. But to me, that was the beginning of our journey together. And again, right. it was short, but we moved fast and we found some things that, in my opinion, were really big roadblocks for you that kept showing up over and over and over again in different scenarios and different relationships. So I'm going to leave it to you. What was it like? Sure. Well, first, let me share too with people. The, I, I took advantage of a, of a kind offer you made to try you out for a week um, as a result of being on our show. And, uh, and one of the reasons I did not move forward with this because I'm already in coaching. So it's not because I didn't find Kim's uh, work to be beneficial. It was just, I, I'm already in a committed uh, coaching relationship right now and, and I'm monogamous. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> um, but um, 
you know, that was interesting to me too, because when I was being honest with myself, I was like, wow, my, the, the highest number I reported back to you was my level of stress. And I think a lot of people in the real estate industry um, and entrepreneurs in general could relate to the fact that when it, when you are the business, when, when, uh, when it all rests on you and other people's incomes uh, depend on you, uh, it can get stressful because you are always thinking about um, not only where's the, the next batch of work coming from, but the, the work you're currently doing, um, you know, you're dealing with people and, and we're conductors of orchestras and we never meet the uh, orchestra until they walk in the room for that particular deal. And we don't know everyone's level of talent and ability and how well they're going to work as a, as an orchestra um, and play off the same sheet of music. So we're, you know, we're dealing with personalities and emotions and um, money and large large um, fears and concerns from our clients. Uh, so that it's hard to not take some of that home with you. And that's, that's where that answer came from. Uh, you know, that and just, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a husband and a father and an employer. So I, I I'm constantly thinking about everyone that's attached to me's uh, my responsibility to them. Yeah, and there's a lot on your plate. And usually when we look at the highly driven population, they have a lot on their plate and they take it on. They, yeah. Right? They take it on. They're the kind of person who's going to put up their hand and say, I'll do it. And so you are, you are very reflective of a typical client of mine who has a lot going on and who has a lot of moving parts and who is juggling a lot of people, a lot of relationships a lot of uh, business and here we are. So my question for you is what, again, without me being the one who reveals anything, you can decide what you want to share. Uh, what was that experience like? What did you learn about yourself? And, you know, how was it different tactically and otherwise than other coaching experiences you've had? Well, I'll tell you, it was kind of like being on a hot seat because um, where you it's can- like now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, but, um, it, you know, I'll share that it's, it, first of all, you have to be willing to go through this. You can't ask for someone to help you and then deflect and get defensive. Um, you, you have to accept whatever comes out of it, whether it's something that Kim revealed to me or Kim helped me reveal to myself. And uh, so I would say that- um, where, where normally you could, you could kind of give a deflective answer and move on. Uh, you didn't allow that to happen. We, we went deep. We peeled the onion. Um, so I, I think it, it's not for the faint of heart, but if it is back to what Kim was saying in her intro, it is for people that want to grow. And, and, and that's why they call them growing pains because it's, it's, it's not always pleasant. Uh, one of the things that you helped me realize is um, our last assessment uh, appointment, um, I got held up by another client and was late. And I was freaking out about being late because I hate being late. And we unpacked that for a while. We were going to talk about something completely different and ended up going, okay, talking about uh, what's behind that stress and that fear and that ego of you being late. Where does that come from? And we we ended up talking almost the whole time about that. And what I found was in the beginning, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, no, 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 I want to talk about this other thing. But then I'm starting to realize where you're taking me with the conversation and I just let it go. I just let go and, and let you take me on that journey because I knew that in your mind in that moment, that was more important than what we were intending to talk about. 
Well, and, and, and again, I, I don't want to reveal too much, but what we will find is that the way people show up is a reflection of their beliefs. Right. And their beliefs run the show. And so what we want to do, in, at, at least in, in this kind of coaching, is always under, understand what people believe to be true. And that helps us un, understand also why they behave the way we do. They do. Right. And so right. we don't want to change behaviors. We want to understand someone's thinking and help them shift their thinking so that their thinking is aligned with their goals and desires. And so right. when you get agitated over being late, the question is, what is the belief that goes along with that? Right. And in your case, you know, there were, there, I mean, that was a highly charged experience for you because it really got you going. You really were flustered. And for you, it's about being professional, showing up well, you know, um, uh, being in control to some degree and right. delivering that ultimate level of professionalism. And if that's compromised, Oh boy, you're not happy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm going to unpack more. <laughs> Jonathan's agreeing. Jonathan's been subject to uh, the, the inner recesses of my mind too. Uh, Jonathan, I know uh, uh, we got to take a break for the commercial, so we'll, we'll dive more into this when we come back, but uh, I'll toss it over to you. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> oh dear. Sorry, folks. Um, thanks, Thomas. Yes, we're going for our break. We'll be back in a few moments, folks be um a bit more in this fascinating conversation and i've got also a couple of quick questions as well for myself um back in a moment folks do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood then you need mail right it is a powerful but easy to use online marketing system that uses facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition we stand behind our work with a no question asked 30 day money back guarantee so don't delay get started today go to mail-right.com we're coming back, folks. We're delving deep into the psyche of Thomas. It's the wrong week. Week should have been Halloween, really. Sorry, I just couldn't resist it. I'm gonna. Right, that's it. You had some questions, Jonathan. What? What? Did you want to get a question in before we continue? Yeah, just Kim. How, when you're in a difficult situation, you know, the type of people that are your ideal client base that you're dealing with on a weekly basis because of those type of people they are dealing naturally with difficult situations mm -hmm. um what are some of the key can you give some insights and tips about some of the things that you've learned through your many years of being a coach that help individuals get through difficult situations well the first thing is this is that the situation doesn't cause an emotional reaction it's the way you think about the situation that causes an emotional reaction and so what we want to do is really separate the event or the the situation from how you process the situation and really focus in on the processing and so how do we do that right so when somebody journals we examine what they're saying we take a look at the story they're sharing but beyond that we look at what do they believe to be true about what's happening in front of them so you know i'll give you an example i may have shared this before but i worked with a real estate professional who told his clients that 
you know, here are my working hours. Beyond that, don't reach me, don't call me, don't text me, don't do anything. Here are the hours I work. And some clients didn't adhere to the rules. And, you know, he received a text message from one of his clients after hours. And that absolutely frustrated him, angered him, uh, took him to a place of incredible agitation to the point where, you know, in the past, before working with me, he would blow up at a client and even <laughs> risk losing the client because yeah. they texted him at a certain point after hours. And so the, you know, the, the experience with him is to help him understand that, you know, you don't have to respond to your clients. Your clients aren't doing that as a measure of disrespect. They're doing what they're doing. And the way you interpret their actions will determine your emotional state. So to go back to your question, it's not about the situation. It's about how you process the situation that will determine your reaction or will determine how you feel about the situation. So we teach people to interpret situations in a way that serves them, to interpret situations in a way where they can extract um, and get clear about what they want and move in that direction. Very often situations throw us off course and literally have us turning our backs against what it is that we really want. So we teach people to constantly turn physically almost towards what they want. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, Jonathan, I'll share with you when I was uh, going through my week with Kim, that it was a lot of that. It was, it was whatever the situation was on the surface had really nothing to do with my emotion as much as what it was tapping into. And it's usually something from your past. Some, it might be the way you were raised or something a teacher or a parent said or did to you that now you react that way in, in any situation that reminds you of that. Uh, and that's what kind of came out of um, some of the coaching for me was realizing that I'm not responding to, and by the way, that example she gave was not me. <laughs> no, not you. Not, not responding to things, um, at, at, in the um, in the manner that they they deserve to be responded to, but I was responding to things in the manner that I would have um, originally, like the, where the original sin occurred in my life. Now everything gets that same response, whether it's warranted or not, and that so that was a big reveal for me. Right. Yeah, I'm get, I've got the picture. Just to quickly summarise, to paraphrase slightly, is that I think what you're saying is that these difficulties um, in everybody's life occur, but the resources and your general attitude and the pattern of reacting to those can be controlled or altered to one's benefit if there's one is aware of one's predefined baseline reaction would be yeah, that sure that be sure so yes i agree with that but i would let me let me try to say it very simply your life and everything in it your success in real estate your uh relationships your health everything in your life is a reflection of the way you think and how you process things and what you believe to be true Right. So very often what we do when we coach people, not us, but typically as we say, what is the goal that you want to achieve? What are you doing currently to get there? And let's adjust your actions so that your actions help you get there more readily. That makes perfect sense, except that there's a problem with that. The problem is that we think before we 
action. And sometimes we think unconsciously, but we're always thinking before taking action. And very often where coaching steps in is in the action modality, not in the thinking modality. And where we step in is to say, okay, we understand that your, your behaviors tell us a story about how you think. But what we really want to do is adjust or line up your thinking with your goals. Because when you're not reaching your goals, when you're struggling to reach your goals, that is an indicator that your thinking is actually not aligned with your goals. It's pointed away from your goals. And so it's really about looking at how people think and whether or not their thinking allows them to reach their goals. Let me give you an example. You know, you, you mentioned before a new real estate agent. And you said, well, you don't work with those people. I can. Um, that's not the issue. The issue is very often new real estate agents have a whole bunch of dialogue that goes on in their heads, consciously or unconsciously, that says, I'm new, I'm inexperienced, I don't know what I'm doing, uh, I have to look to others, I have to stay in my corner, I have to wait my turn, I have to you know, work a lot harder than anybody else, and so on and so forth. And that dialogue, again, consciously or unconsciously, will prevent someone from reach their, reaching their goals. Mm. Right? And so my job is to really get at the dialogue and bring it forward and say, hey, is that true? Is it true that just because you're new, that you have to take it slowly, that you have to do your time? Can you accelerate? So my job is to identify beliefs that may be fundamentally interfering with a person's ability to reach their goals and live the life that they desire and challenge those beliefs and help shift their thinking so that they are they are able to reach their goals with ease. It's all about ease. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because when um, when we were going through my week, uh, some of the things I realized that were getting in my way um, all did start in my head, and it was a matter of, and it's not. And it, you alluded to this earlier. It's not that you were trying to change my way of thinking, but make me more aware of how I think. So that when something happens, I can, I can assess and go, okay, well, normally I react this way to that. So maybe there's a better way. It's almost like having like a preview of you're about to put your foot in your mouth. Don't do it (laughs) because, you know, now you've got this training that makes you aware of normally you would say this or behave this way, but we're not going to do that this time because now we know better. Well, it's not only we're not going to do it this time, but we know that if I do this, it doesn't bring me to what I want, right? It doesn't doesn't lead me to my goals. And right. so, so there's a consciousness now, you know, your thinking says, what do I want? How do I get there? Right? Right. And so you're not, the whole point of this is that most of our behavior is unconscious. We don't know why we do, like, imagine you're on a diet. Why do people sabotage themselves when they're on a diet? They don't know. Yeah. Why do you do that? I don't know why I do that. Yeah, they I mean, in real estate, they always accuse us of uh, when things are running smoothly, we'll throw a wrench in the machine just to watch the pretty sparks fly because we get bored. Um, so, and, and that's, I've heard that over and over that, that the free spirit mentality can get bored with routine. So they do something to, to disrupt it, even if they know consciously or subconsciously that this is going to create a problem, not a, not a solution or, or a benefit. Yeah, that that could certainly get in the way and a million other ideas or beliefs can get in the way too. And and it's a little bit different for every person. And what we want to do is work with the individual and say, what's going on for you? So Um, I've got another question. Um, How much does habit um, 
making things, constructive things, a habit really help in a process of growth? So let me see if I understand your question. How important is it, how important is getting into good habits? How how much well, does that play a role in your success? Is that your question? Well, kind of. Um, how important is a, a thing that will help somebody in their growth objectives connected to making those things habits? Okay. So when you think of a habit, what do you think of? Is it, typically, we think of habits as things we do. Is that right? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, like maybe making 50 calls a day or whatever it is. That would be a good habit, right? right. Especially in the real estate world. Well, if, you're gonna get, if you get a good result from it. Sure, okay. Right. So, well, you can so, have a bad habit too, like smoking. Right. So my, my advice is this, is that very often when we think of habits, we think of actions, we think of the doing. And yes, that's important for us to look at, but it's only important for us to look at as a gateway to understand how people think. And so we spend an awful lot of time, like how many times do you say, okay, there's a goal I want to reach. What do I need to do in order to get there? That's a natural question. And I want to help people look at it a little bit differently and say, there's a goal I want to reach. What do I need to think about? How do I need to think in order to get there? And so it's, not, it's, it's more about what is my habit of thought? How do my bad, you know, I fall into the habit of thinking in ways that lead me to self-sabotage, or I fall into the habit of thinking in ways that make me feel like a victim, or I fall into the habit of thinking about things in a way that lead me to losing the sale over and over again. So it's mm. not about what you do, it's about what you think. And in terms of habits, if you can start building a habit of looking at your thinking and adjusting your thinking, that's the habit that I want people to build. That's the one. Gotcha. Kim, I know we're short on time here, so I want to give you an opportunity uh, not only to let people know how to get in touch with you, but what would be your call to action? What do you want uh, people listening to this podcast, to, uh, what would be their next likely step with you? Okay, so I'm going to give you two things to do. Is that cool? Yep, cool great. Whoever's listening. Thing number one is we ask our clients to journal and journaling opens gateways. It opens doors. It helps us see how you think. So I'm going to give you three journaling questions. Is that okay with you yeah, guys? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so question number one is what do you really, really want? And I put in two reallys because it's what do you want? What does your heart want? Not what does someone else want for you? not what is expected of you, not what you think you should want, but what do you really, really want? Write that down. Question number two is why do you want it? What would it mean to you? Why, why is this so important to you? And question number three is why don't you have it now? Or in other words, what's getting in your way? Oh, that's a great okay, question. So those three questions, journal the answers. And if you're really bold, send them to me and I will connect you with one of my coaches who will review them with you in a complimentary coaching call. My wow. email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. So that's thing number one. That's thing a huge offer. Thank you. Is take a risk like Thomas did and go to, <laughs> go to, go to our website, frameofmindcoaching.com and take the assessment that's on the front page. And that starts to get you understanding your beginning point. It helps you understand what direction am I heading in? What is my stress level right now? Is it where I want it to be? Where am I starting? Without understanding where you're starting, it's hard to get to where you want to go. So that's the second option. So again, frameofmindcoaching.com, take the assessment on our homepage. 
That's awesome. Those are two very generous offers. We appreciate that very much. And folks, I would highly recommend it. I mean, first of all, the price is right, but the results you get from this are, are eye-opening. And if, if you've ever been inclined to do a little self-exploration for growth, it, I, I'm going to tell you from experience, Kim's a great start. Um, Kim, I want to thank you very much for coming back on the show and sharing more knowledge with us and, um, and helping me take a risk and talking a little bit about my assessment in front of, uh, well, actually, I was more intimidated about doing it in front of Jonathan than our audience because I know he'll, he'll use it against me over and over. <laughs> oh, no, no. You're terrible. You, see, that's, that's, you need to alter your thinking, Thomas. Actually, I want the best success for you possible. I know you do. I'm just busting you. Hey, um, wait, wait, wait. Jonathan, maybe you want to take ah, that. I invite you to take the assessment. There we go. Uh, I am tempted, but uh, actually for your benefit, actually, Kim, I'm a re um, basically um, um, Checking out. I have no it. idea He's what you would do with it. I have no idea what you would do with me. Oh, I'm not buying it. <laughs> well, folks, once again, I want to remind you, we've been I talking. Thomas is manageable, but I think I'm a hopeless <laughs> guy. <laughs> I want to thank Kim Addis from Frame of Mind Coaching for joining us today. And uh, one more time, Kim, if people want to reach out to you, how, what's the best way to do that? Uh, Frameofmindcoaching.com. There's everything there, blogs, podcasts. Mm -hmm information on coaching and the assessment that I encourage everybody to take. All right. I do, and I do say people should go there. It's a really very nice website. With, um, it is. It's, it's very robust. Um, Jonathan, if people want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Oh, it's really easy, folks. Go to Facebook. Go to my Twitter, at Jonathan Denwood. Do you see what I'm up to? I'm going to do more Facebook stuff. Um, or email me. I'm a pretty open book. You just go in Google, put Jonathan Denwood, and you'll be able to see what I'm up to. Yeah, I'm the same way. One Google, and uh, you got everything I do. But um, specifically, uh, you can find me, Thomas J. Nelson, Realtor.com, San Diego Residential Real Estate with uh, Big Block Realty. And I'm on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, LinkedIn. I want to thank you guys for joining us again this week. And I uh, want to thank you, Kim, for coming back on and sharing more knowledge with us and our audience. Uh, folks, we'll look forward to your comments. And, and if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. And we'll be back next week with another amazing guest. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.